hey, hey, episode 125 is back. I'm here, my name is Scott. I'm looking for a catchphrase to open the podcast. I'm going with hey, hey, hey to start with. Immediately, I don't like it. But anyway. <laughs> You've got to try before you buy these things, don't you, Scotty? So we scrapped that one, but uh, welcome, Mel. Welcome to uh, the Parkrun Adventurers, episode 125. Well, thank you very much. Happy to be here. Uh, quick warning, I'm in holiday mode. I'm just coming back off holiday mode, so don't expect much from me today. You know, it's the first day back at work, catching up on emails, just sliding back into the groove. Okay, well, well, maybe we should let you off and we'll just do a, a quick and easy one today then. Yep, should be quick and easy. Parkrun adventures for me on the weekend just consisted of volunteering at Junior Parkrun. It was a new event for me in the volunteering stakes but uh, no big park run for me, so I'm I'm salivating now. Yeah, I'm just desperate for Saturday to come around again because I do have an adventure planned for this week. Ooh, well, don't tell us about it this week. We'll hear about it next week, shall we? Yep. And you, you were back on the back on the bike, back in park run. I hope. I uh, yes, I managed to drag myself along with two and a half hours sleep uh, <laughs> under the belt. I felt quite ill, but I got there. I was not going to miss it two weeks in a row, and uh, it was a onesie gym jam parkrun themed event. And myself and approximately four other people, including my son, were in fancy dress, and nobody else was. But that's okay. I was comfortable and warm and snuggly and had a relatively good morning, so no complaints from here, Scotty. But before we just, you know, finish up the intro super quick today, you kind of glossed over the fact that you volunteered on the weekend and you became the first person in Australia to have volunteered at every single junior parkrun event in the country. How about that? I think that deserves some kind of kudos or yay or, you know, not so feminine clap. Yay, Scotty. Well done. <laughs> Thanks, Mel. Thanks, Mel. I'm very uh, lucky to be in the opportunity to be able to do that, but I uh, was at Cannonvale Juniors and got a different taste of Juniors with a, with a smaller event, but it was still fun. It was awesome. A smaller, warmer event. Were there less, were there less beanies and, and thermal clothing on show? Or? Yep, not a beanie in sight and all male participants, volunteers, and runners were in shorts. Ah, that's what we like to hear. Yeah, I can't wait for spring around. spring to get here. I'm, I'm sick of this cold already. Let's move on to the warmth. Yeah. You know, I have a love-hate relationship with it. So I step off the plane and my first immediate thought is, that's it, we're moving. And <laughs> <laughs> but a few, few hours into it, it's like, oh, yeah, this is good. Like, I like being warmer. But I do. I'm a Melbourne boy, Mel. I, do, I can't. It's who I am. I'm not going to move <laughs> as much as I hope. I'm just going to. I'm just going to bank on global warming and just hope. Reaching you eventually. Yep. Yep. It's a horrible thought because it's coming. It's coming faster than we all think and hope. Despite and you're what just, just going to embrace it. And um... <laughs> actually, it scares <laughs> no, me. It take scares it for me. the silver linings that come. Well, there's not going to be any silver linings because there won't be clouds. It will all just be blistering sunshine straight through the no ozone layer. Yeah, just mindset, just changing the mindset. It's cold, yeah. deal with it. If you, if Glass I want to warm up, kind of guy. Yeah, go, <laughs> go for a holiday to far north Queensland. That's the solution, just to break up the misery. Um. <laughs> 
anyway, I, I think I think we should dive in. We've we've got a bit of a, a fun segment lined up with Simon Mackley, and I'm I've been a bit nervous about it. So, do you mind if we just you know quit the banter now and head straight in so that we can rip off the band aid? Absolutely, go for it. I'm I'm like I said, I'm in holiday mode. I'm willing to take this episode off. So let's go. A little ways back in podcast time, we we had a bit of a funny idea. We went through a whole bunch of um, our highlights on the Parkrun Adventurers. I can't remember the name of the episode because it was that long ago. But during the process of that, we we kind of came up with an idea of uh, throwing out some challenges and we knew August Madness was coming up soon and we thought about doing reverse freedom runs. And then as a marriage of those two ideas, actually it kind of came out of the fact that the, the wonderful Simon Mackley offered to write us questions and he wanted to send us the questions so that we could sort of vet them. But I didn't want to see the questions because I wanted to be surprised too. And then I thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool if Scotty and I were the contestants and we could do a reverse freedom madness instead of the normal August madness or freedom run challenges. And Simon very kindly agreed to be the host to spring some questions on us and Scotty and I could compete head to head. I am, I will admit, regretting this decision or this idea. Sometimes my mouth and my brain don't quite mix together and something comes out and I I really should have thought it through. Um, If you're a listener of the podcast, you've probably witnessed this happening before. However, it's here. We're in August, finally, and we are joined by the incredible Simon Mackley. Simon, oh my goodness, I can't believe this, but welcome to the Parkrun Adventurers as a host of Reverse Freedom August Madness. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me back. So we're going to just pretty much hand it over to you now. Scotty and I are going to be the passengers. We're going to try not to embarrass ourselves. Uh, Disclaimer, I have had a little bit of wine this evening to slash calm my nerves and also um, accompany my cooking forays in the kitchen, which I don't do very often. But enough about me. Take it away, Simon. All righty. So you guys know the rules. You know to buzz in. You need to do your home park run. So let's do a test run. Mel, go for it. Kiwana. Scotty? Well, Kiwana is very short and my home is Westerfolds, but it's a mouthful. But to keep it fair, I will also <laughs> it's go. It's the exact same amount of syllables, Scotty. Well, but I have a it's lot like- of homes. And because I'm zero focused, I haven't got any alcohol in my system. I already have an advantage. I'm going to stick with Westerfolds. As my buzzer. So now, that, is, that is the longest buzzer. I hope you're not going to go through <laughs> that every time. I just wanted to justify it. I just wanted to justify it. Okay. <laughs> Get a bit of practice in. Westerfolds. Okay. All right. All right. I think we're ready to jump into it. Are you guys ready? Yep. How many questions have we got? Just so I can plan. Oh, I, plan my I think we're going to go with 10. And I do have a tiebreaker in case it is a tie. Um, is 10 okay with you guys? 10's I reckon that's just 
let's just ask them all and see how we go. We are either going to colossally embarrass ourselves right here and right now. Um, can I just ask before we launch in, Simon, when you were writing the questions, what was the method? How, how did you figure out, like, what was the scale of um, how hard to make them? Because I know that the questions I tend to write, Scotty's like, nobody's going to know that. And so I, I tend to have to modify them a little bit. Um, but what was your methodology behind it? So my original process, because I thought I was writing this for Brendan Peel and whoever was going up against him, I went to a pretty high level. I then went back to one of our, uh, one of the parkrun adventurers uh, that, from the meetup and went through the questions with them and, and they said, oh, that one's a little bit too skewed towards Mel, that one's a bit too skewed towards Scott, so you need to sort of level them out a bit. And then I rewrote them, knowing that it was going to be you guys. So let's say we went to level nine to start with, and we've gone down to, say, level six. <laughs> level six? <laughs> <laughs> you think it's too high still? <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just glad you had a method. I'll take level six. I just remind you I do this as a profession, so. I, I know, that's what worries me. What I'm really concerned about is what if we just totally tank on level six? Like, what does that make us? Does that mean we have to hi uh, hang up our microphones and not do a podcast anymore? This could be terrible. Well, maybe we'll just go to the tiebreaker because you're both going to know the answer to the tiebreaker. It just depends how quick you are. Oh, okay. All right. Now, that could be awkward, Scotty. What if neither one of us gets a tiebreaker? No pressure. Okay. All right. We'll stop Let talking. We're, we're Let's jump in. <laughs> All righty. Name three park runs with river in their name. Kiwana. Okay, go. Rocks Riverside, Riverway, yeah. Yeah. and Cooks River. Well done. Is Cooks River a park run? Because that came out yeah. and I just, yeah, oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah it's in Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Mel. You're on the board. Okay. Thanks, Simon. <laughs> Three of the top five athletes on the most advanced list have only run in Australia. Is that true or false? West Fault, that'd be true. That is true. Well done, Scotty. On Glad the board to see as well. You're not on mute there, Scotty. <laughs> Alrighty. Next one. So recently the Chrome add-in was um, has appeared from the UK with a whole lot more freaky stats for us. Um, avid park runners what is the criteria of their compass club westfold uh, i was just Whoa. about to say westfold and i was like no that's not my park run. Go, Scotty. well their compass club is wrong but the correct answer would be it just has to have either north south east or west in the name of the park run that is correct Thank you. I'm well glad done, you clarified there, Scotty, that their Compass Club is wrong. So and I agree I, with you. <laughs> I consider that a win. Can we have a quick score okay. update? Yes. Uh, Scotty's <laughs> ahead. <laughs> is that just because you're ahead two to one, Scott? I just want to keep the listeners up to date. So, that, you know, yeah, three okay. questions can get confusing. Yeah, <laughs> sure. It's like three laps of a parkrun course, right? <laughs> Who would ever do a parkrun course that has three laps? Hey, come on. <laughs> Is that the next question? No. You're not going to win any Moss points one. with the host here, Scotty. You <laughs> yeah. might pull out the 
question skewed to Mel. Exactly. All righty, the next one. But hang on, the score Sorry, the score is two to one. Okay, great. Two to one. He did actually get that score. I think he just wanted to have it repeated. Yeah, I think he did. (laughs) Wow. Okay, next one is Sailor of the Century style. It's Where Am I? I'm home to the Wiljakali people. I average 42 park runners per week. A well-known Australian company was started here. I'm the most westerly park run in my state. One of Australia's largest solar farms is located outside the city. I operate on central time as I'm only 34 kilometres from the South Australian border. Westerfolds. Go for it, Scotty. Uh, Broken Hill. Well done. Okay, that was obviously a Scotty skewed question. I'm glad we're not no. first to because this is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, we're going on to question number five. Which club is currently only in New South Wales but has nothing to do with New South Wales? Is it an unofficial club? Can I just clarify? Well, aren't they all apart from the 50s, 100s, 250s? <laughs> I'll give you another clue. There's only four park runs that belong to this club. Can uh, uh, Kiwana? Yeah, go for it. It's Is it the Rayfarer Club? No, because that's all of the Sydney ones. So there's 24 Sydney park runs. Hmm. Does that mean I can't come in again with my buzzer? <laughs> does does Scotty get first right to answer and no. then I have to wait? Mel, if you think of it, you just jump in. If Scotty can't think of it. Because I've already passed. <laughs> can we have, can we have the quest question again? Okay. <laughs> Which club is currently located only in New South Wales but has nothing to do with New South Wales? Like the title doesn't have anything to do with New South Wales. Westerfolds. Go for it. Is it the The Club? It is the The Club. Okay, enlighten me. What is the The Club? The beaches, the ponds, the terrace, and the entrance. Ah, that sounds like something the Pullmans have made up. Thank you very much for that, Peter Pullman. (laughs) Well, it's been around for quite a while. Anyway, score check, Mel, one. (laughs) <laughs> the first one on the board, I might add. First one I on the board. I too early. <laughs> Scotty, you're on four. Four, good. And to win, you have to get six or five. Yes. The good thing is, well placed for me, is the next one has extra points in it. Oh, great. <laughs> I love extra points. There's no pressure. <laughs> okay. How many parkrun countries are there in the Southern Hemisphere? And you get an extra point if you can name all of the countries. Kiwana. Go for it, Mel. All right. I'm going to say there are four parkrun countries in the Southern Hemisphere. Okay. <laughs> it's, well, you can correct me if I'm wrong already because otherwise when I start naming them, I'm probably going to get it wrong if there's not four. There's not four. <laughs> ah, well, there you go. <laughs> Which country have I missed? Well, I'm not going to start. I don't know what the four is you think of. Yeah, I'm not going to start talking about which ones they are because if I do, then I'm going to – oh, no, okay. there's five. Can, can, I go, can I go west of oh, – oh, No, no there's five. I already passed in. Mel, just – sorry, Scotty. Go for it, Mel. There are five. 
Okay, there's New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, Singapore, mm. and Malaysia. <gasps> no. They're South Africa's not classified as hemisphere. Ah, seriously? <laughs> hmm. South South Africa is, but Singapore and Malaysia are north of the equator. Oh, my gosh. But there's still five. Just, How is that even possible? Just, there are five. All right, Scotty, take do it want, away. Do I get a go now? Do you want to have a go, Scott? Well, there's Namibia. Yeah. Yes, there is Namibia. There is Swaziland. Well done. <laughs> that makes up the five. That was a trick question, I think, though. Yeah, I'm getting that. Also, I'm not. We all know I'm geograph geographically challenged. <laughs> all right, Mel, you got that, that is very embarrassing. You got four points from that, and Scotty only got two. Uh, what? Shouldn't she lose points for getting incorrect answers as well? I uh, don't think anyone loses points. <laughs> do you, Do you just want to win, Scott? Is that <laughs> why you're asking that question? Well, I could have just fired off every country the park runs in, and eventually got the answer right. But no, that's fair. That's You're fair. right. Four, four points to Mel. So what does that make her? Five? That makes Mel five and you six. Great. So she's coming through on a bolter. How did I get four points for that when I only had three countries? <laughs> correct. Oh, and the other. And the I beat. got the number. Gotcha. The number. Correct. Yes. I, I like how you work, Simon. <laughs> Are you questioning my scoring? Not at all. I'm admiring <laughs> it very much. Good, perfect. Let's move on to question seven. In the past seven years, the number of individual runs at an Australian park run, uh, sorry, at Australian park runs, is approximately, and this is multiple choice, A, 5.4 million, B, 5.5 million, C, 5.6 million, or D, 5.7 million. Can, can we hear the question again, please? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, I may have confused it to the start. Because when you okay. said individual runs, I'm thinking, okay, one runner has run this many oh, times. Okay. And I'm thinking, no, none of them have run more than 5 million times. No. Okay. So, yeah, it, it's the – sorry, individual runs is what it's showing on the Parkrun website. So it's the amount of runs that have happened in Australia, in, in Australian Parkruns. Gotcha. Where's and the do we go in – Okay, go, Scott. Can I, can I have the answers again, though? <laughs> okay, so A, 5.4 million, B, 5.5 million, C, 5.6 million, D, 5.7 million. Oh, God. Um, A. You are correct. <laughs> it's How's that for a guess? Five, I that, know, tell me about it. No, no, I meant it. I meant it. That no, was... Or you're, or you're on the website having a look at the figure. <laughs> Is that right, Scott? No, that's not. Simon, please. Okay. Please. All right. That's please. fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. We didn't establish that nobody was allowed to Google before. <laughs> I mean, I haven't because I was just assuming that that's what was going to happen. Yeah, well, no. Yeah, I've I should got, have probably I've got put a spaceship of controls in, in front of me, remember? I've got, I've got to make sure everything's still recording, so I couldn't possibly. Of course. All right, shall we move on to the next question? Well, I'm sure Scotty probably wants a score update again by now. <laughs> <laughs> well, can Scotty I just can I just go seven? back to the previous yeah. previous question? What yes. was the actual answer? 5.4 million people. Right. 5.4 million runs. So the number is actually 5,370,104 as at last weekend. Of course, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. You knew that, though, right? <laughs> 
I think that includes unknowns as well. I like how he gets the right answer, but he still wants to have the question. <laughs> he needs to clarify it afterwards. <laughs> but he meant to answer that. It was intentional. Of course. Of course he did. Should we do a score update? Yes, because it's, I've lost track of all the numbers now too. It's all good. It's all good. So, Scotty, you're on seven, and Mel, you're on five. I did love that question where I got four points. <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't have been better placed. All right, now this one's going to bend your brain a little bit like because the others haven't. Uh, um, so we all know the fastest park, run fastest park runners in Australia are Liam Adams and Celia Sullivan. If they were to run a relay late race, so effectively they do 5Ks each, would they be faster or slower than the average run time at Australian park runs? Oh, go Mel. Oh. They they would they would still be faster. Correct. They're faster by about two minutes. Yay! And I legitimately Yay. knew that, Scotty. <laughs> well done, Mel. <laughs> and Celia yes. and Liam. And all the other park runners who can't run as fast as them. Exactly. <laughs> It's still yes, 5Ks no matter how fast you do it. Exactly. All right, on to question nine. Now, this is going to need a little bit of knowledge of UK park runs, and it's probably going to be a guess, to be fair. <laughs> Which of these is not love, a name? Love, I love your faith in us. Thank you. <laughs> well, I couldn't believe some of these names. So, okay, so which of these is not the name of a UK park run? Wait till the end before you buzz in. Pocket Park Run, Red Car Park Run, Rising Sun Park Run, Ponty Pandy Park Run, Haven't Park Run, Non Such Park Run, or Street Park Run. Kiwana. Go for it, Mel. Haven't Park Run. No, that is the name of a park run. Do you want to have a go, Scott? Street Park Run. That's also the name of a park run. Do we want to I go until we actually get one right? Red car park run. Okay, no, that's the name of a park run as well. <laughs> what was the one after that? <laughs> How about I go through them? Okay, okay. please. So, so the ones that are left are Pocket Park Run, that's one. Rising Sun, that's one. Ponty Pandy, or Non-Such. Ponty Pandy. Yeah, it's got to be Ponty but Pandy. You are correct. That's that's the town that Fireman Sam lives in. Ah, oh, see, my children, my child is not old enough for that yet. That I know. That was towards Scotty. Well, I don't think so because no, I'm got not it wrong, guessing Kasha used to watch Fireman Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you got it wrong doesn't mean it wasn't swayed towards you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shall we go to question number 10? Yeah, bring um, it on. Actually... Well, hang on, we've got a score check. We've got Scotty on eight and Mel on five, and I think this is a five-pointer question. I'm sure I'm <laughs> on six by now. I'm pretty six. sure I'm on six. Oh, I got no, you're right. Mel. You're great. right. Apologise. You are on six. You got that Celia Sullivan and Liam Adams question correct. I did. All right, so this is a five-pointer question and probably the hardest question of the whole night. Port Hedland is Australia's most isolated park run. Name one of its closest ten park runs. Where's the Kiwana. Oh, Mel, you got in there. 
What? Kananara. <laughs> go back and check the recording. Kananara is correct. Yay! You can check the recording, Scotty. I was I. There was a definite cut before the dubber. Yeah. Yeah, I Mel, I definitely heard you first. Unless you're on some Scotty, kind of delay, you... Scotty. <laughs> this has been fixed. Do you want to have a go, Scott? Just tell me if you know any of the other than nine. Well, no, you may no also point. get five. Do, do I get any points for it? <laughs> no. Well, then I'm not going to answer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because you just lost? No, because there's still the tiebreaker. The winner takes oh. all the tiebreaker, no? Sure. I mean, I, I've still got more questions if you want me to ask more questions. <laughs> uh, I think we better wrap it up. I can see okay. where this is going already. <laughs> I, I stood no chance no matter how many questions I got right. Oh, well, No matter how quick I was with my buzzer. Is that right? I knew I should have gone with gels as my buzzer. But you know what, buddy? <laughs> you were still more than a syllable behind, so it doesn't matter. I'm checking the recording. Gels. I'm checking the recording. <laughs> Well done, Mel. Shall we go I'm not a sore loser, so well done. Did you actually win? She won by uh, three. Six and, six and five is 11. Yeah. I'm good at maths. And Scotty's <laughs> on eight. Okay. Yes. I had to answer eight questions correctly. You only had to answer three. But you're the winner. Well done, Mel. And thank you, Simon, <laughs> for being oh. the host. <laughs> the thing is, Scotty, work smarter, not harder. Yeah. You are the people's so favourite. We don't want to go for a winner-takes-all tiebreaker question. I, I, I would like a tiebreaker. I reckon that's how it should always end. Okay, let's do it. Come on, right. Scotty, still in the game. Are you ready? Yes, Scotty, are you ready? I'm ready. If you want to buzz in on gels, I will accept that. <laughs> I'm ready. So I'm, I'm going to go for the first voice I hear, okay? I don't care what you yell out. I might yell okay. out, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> if I hear your voice first. Okay. What is the exact date of the first Australian park run? Kuana. Uh, Go for it, it, Mel. The 2nd of April 2011. Well done. Yay! Well done, Mel. Oh. <laughs> No, there's no disputing it now. There's no disputing it now. You've you've won it fair and square. Okay. I'm 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 not going to gloat too much. I'll be just quiet about it. That was good fun. So where do we go from here? So Mel is so has Mel is now Mel the champion, and she has to go head to head next time against Brendan. Or... God no, not Brendan. I think so. <laughs> I think so. I, <laughs> I went up against Brendan. You go against Brendan. <laughs> I thought I was supposed to win something. That sounds like a punishment. <laughs> you did win. Yep. You win the glory of going up against Brendan Peel. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm going to have to get, you know, a tutor, I think, and study. Or all the answers? Yes. I wonder if I could um, get all the answers from the quiz master. That could work also. Thank you, Simon. That was fun and tense and stressful. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> to hear it. Especially the part where I got confused and wanted to yell out West of all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where my head was at at that point in time. 
I, I would love to hear how people went at home as well, everyone who's listening to the podcast, whether or not they managed to buzz in before us or not, and what questions they managed to buzz in before us. Obviously, I need to spend more time at international park runs so I can get a better concept of who is north and south around the equator. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, that was – I thought you might jump in with that saying that you'd been to Malaysia. But, yeah, it was close. Yeah. And and the thing is, you boys um, – well, you particularly, Simon um, – you know, it was your suggestion that we play Africa and, you know, that whole continent over there that I <laughs> go and come familiar with, I should have I should have guessed. Yeah. I mean, I didn't put these things together and I, in researching, I didn't know there was actually two more in Africa, to be fair. And yet I'm the only one who did and I'm the one who lost. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> but you picked up those two. You would have lost by more. Yeah, this is true. This is true. So now I've got the low-hanging fruit of Australia <laughs> and New Zealand <laughs> and South Africa. The on the ground yeah. were stepped over the park runners. But those points are the same value as Namibia and Swaziland. <laughs> no, that's fair. That was a fairly run quiz and madness. But seriously, no, we've got to go. Wow. We've got to go. This is the longest madness um, ever. Uh, Simon, thank you. Quick update on Mosman. How, how's it going? Um, yeah, it was great. We had a wonderful weekend last weekend where we had the Polmans come to town and they did their, their usual little video um, overview, which was a bit of fun. Um, but, yeah, no, we're, we're doing well. It's The numbers are starting to come up again now the weather's getting nicer. But, yeah, it's all good. And as, as a big podcast fan, how are you coping fitting three Parkrun podcasts into your week? It's getting harder. It is, isn't it? It's a real challenge. It's okay to admit that you're falling behind, just as long as your number one podcast is not one of those that's falling behind. Congratulations, Mel. Thank you again, Simon. And that's it for August Madness. Reverse freedom, August Madness. Correcting me again. Thank you very much. have any roving reports filed this week from any members of the Channel 5 news crew or otherwise. However, Mr. David Moss, our foreign correspondent who's on the ground in the UK at the moment, did have a couple of failed attempts at grabbing some audio. We don't have any of that to share with you. So instead, I will just give you a description of the pictures that he managed to get through to me instead. One of which was him with uh, quite a famous face, a couple of famous faces in the parkrun world. He was at the Isle of Man half marathon on Paul Sinton Hewitt's birthday and apparently that was a birthday gift from his wife, Joanne Sinton Hewitt. And so there's a picture there of Dave with Joe and Paul. And then he also sent me through another random one, Scotty. Apparently there was a participant who was running in a full rhinoceros outfit. And, and when I say full outfit, I mean like, a rhinoceros-sized head sort of attached to the front of their body and it all looks like it's um, it's it's not even a cartoon version or a onesie version or something. It's, it's full proper replica rhinoceros. As a connoisseur of costumes, were you impressed? 
I was impressed. I'm also a bit perplexed and intrigued about why or how or, you know, what the motivation is for running the Isle of Man half marathon dressed as a rhinoceros. There's got to be more of a story there. I don't know what it is. Mr. Moss just sent me the pictures. So thanks for that, Dave. Maybe next time we could have some audio. We're going to give you this week off since, you know, technically you're traveling around on holiday. However, we don't want you to slack for too long. So get with the program. Getting with the program uh, is Parkrun Australia. We have got four launches, four new events. Far out. We haven't had that many launch on one week for a long time. No, it's, it's big. It's big. So we've got launches in WA, Burswood Peninsula. Parkrun is launching. We've got Meningi in South Australia. Seacliff Esplanade in South Australia. And Willow in Victoria. There we go. And anniversary-wise, we've got only three. So launches outnumber anniversaries this week. Crazy, crazy world. But they're happening at Aldinga Beach. How do I go with that? Aldinga Beach in South Australia. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you nailed it. Good. Uh, we've got Brimbank in Victoria. And Callahan in New South Wales. Now, Scotty, are you ready? We, we, we no longer have the Palm Zone. The Palm Zone wrapped up last week. We've got something new and exciting to share with our listeners, and and some listeners have actually already contributed to this next segment. They're excited. They look, it's great. We've had a great response to the new segment that comes with a new intro music and. That's right. It's the Parkrun Adventurers Hotline. How's this going to work, Mel? Explain it to me again. Well, so what happens is uh, we, we put the call out for people to ask us questions using audio. So we got them to uh, record themselves either directly via Facebook Messenger. There's an audio function in that. Or they could record using uh, an audio app on their phones and email it into us at parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. And they've got questions. They, they introduce themselves. They... Um, ask away and topic wise whatever they want it doesn't have to necessarily be parkrun related which is a little bit scary but i i like i like that we live life on the edge scotty no i kind of want them to be unparkrun related come at us with anything this is people's opportunity to learn some new and creative things potentially about us potentially about other people or other things and places so here we go let's start so our first caller to the hotline is I'm Alan Scott. This is Alan Ruck. Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> well, we're going to just stop Alan right there for the first thing. Yeah, Scotty? Yep, yep. Love it. Love the long-time listener, first-time caller. Love that he's, he's been a long-time listener. Obviously, the first-time caller thing, well, yeah, because this is the first time we've had the hotline. But thanks for getting in touch with us, Alan. Um, the name, Scotty, does that ring a bell for you? Hotline. That's commonly his name. <laughs> no, Alan Ruck. Alan Ruck. No, it doesn't. No, no, I'd have to. No, you. Yeah, well, it's it's actually the same name as the actor who played um, Cameron Fry in Ferris Bueller's Day Off back in the eighties. I would have thought that one would tweak for you because you're such a connoisseur of eighties films. Mm, mm. Speaking of, sing along. Quick tease. Got another one. It's a beauty. Oh. Oh, good. I'm looking but, forward um, to it. So do you think this is Cameron Fry? Well, he said his name was Alan Ruck. I mean, 
It could be. Hmm. Who knows? Shall we hear the, the rest of his question? Yes, let's. You know, I've noticed a distinct lack of millennials at Park Run. Have you guys thought about any ways that we can attract more to our events? Oh, great question, Alan. Great question. That's that's a big, serious question. For- oh, no. I think long and hard about this because I agree with Alan. He's an insightful listener. I have noticed the distinct lack of millennials at Parkrun. And what are we doing about it? What are we doing on the podcast about it? Well, I'll tell you what we are doing is that um, what we do is we talk a lot about Parkrun. We don't actually do it. We talk about it. And so I think that sort of fits <laughs> right into the millennial um, ideology, behavior, um, talking about it and not doing it. So, And, we, and we're on a medium that uh, is new and current or it's a medium that's come back in favour from, you know, it's instantly accessible. It's accessible whenever they want, you know. It's, again, Via technology, which convenient. they love. Yep, yep. And look, man buns, never been a fan personally, but I've been thinking of trying to create a man bun look because, as you know, I'm, I'm a, I have a fascination with hair because of, obviously, my own. So, um, <laughs> and you have been looking for tips. Yeah, I have been looking for tips and, and offering advice in that space. So happy to adopt a man bun for a couple of weeks and see if that, you know, like white on rice. Um, does that attract? <laughs> does that attract millennials? They see man buns and then they're like a magnet. That's that's what I'm doing, Mel. Um. Well, I'm I'm the same as you, Scotty. Obviously, you know, we talk about it. We don't show up as often as we possibly should. Uh, However, what I am doing is I'm kind of going the method acting. Like I want to understand the millennials. I want to get into their heads. So I have stopped driving manual cars. Um, To be honest, I've probably forgotten how to drive manual cars, which is probably about as close as I can get to to being on level with a millennial. And I'm just going to see if I can, you know, really understand and empathise with them and then perhaps I will be inspired with what would get me to parkrun if I was like that. Great. No, that's good. Like it. Like it. So if they do come, you can talk about the mysteries of the manual driving. With yes. Them. So you've got an instant connection. So there, I think that answers that question. Yes. Um, thank you very much, Alan, for calling in. That uh, it's, it's awesome that you've, ad- um, you know, Adopted, you completely um, have embraced the Parkrun Adventures hotline and excited enough to get involved. So thank you. Okay, so that's what we want you to do. We've got a couple of others from um, maybe more familiar names in our audience. So should we go to them? Here's uh, our next caller. Hello, Parkrun Adventures hotline. This is your Dorothy Dixer calling. What size shoes do you wear? Dorothy Dixer. Dorothy Dixer's got a very masculine voice, Scotty. (laughs) Well, we know this is not Dorothy. This is uh, Peter Pullman, who who loves a spreadsheet. We know that and uh, loves a bit of tourism. Um, Do you suppose he's going around asking everybody what size shoes they wear? Do you think he's going to send us free shoes? God, I hope so. Or... Well, this is this is what we mean, people. You can ask whatever. So Peter wants to know what size shoe we are. I can answer that quickly, Mel. Ten and a half. Okay. Ten and a half for me. I think it's a US ten and a half. I know there's some crazy different sizes, but I'm ten and a half. 
Okay. Well, for me in Australia, it's a size five or six, depending on the make of the shoe. If I were in Europe, that would be a 37 or 37 and a half. Next part of Peter's question. And why? Why? Why do we wear that size shoe? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Scotty, I'll let you take this one first. I mean, I don't have a witty answer. It's just because that's the size of my feet, pretty much. Okay. That's what fits. I will say, you know, I, I ran earlier in the year, I did that half marathon, and um, I think my shoes were a bit small, my feet swelled, my toenails fell off. Six months on, only half my toenails grown back, so it takes a year oh, to grow a toenail back. That's gross. what I've learned. So for you, that is um, enforcing why you wear shoes that actually fit you. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I... That would probably be my go-to answer as well. However, it's um, I've I've tried wearing bit shoes that are too big, and I find that I have difficulty standing upright or not tripping on things. So that's why I wear shoes that fit me. So thanks, thank you very much, Dorothy, for getting in touch as well. But well, that was we do Peter. we do have another one. It was Peter? Mel. It was Peter? That was his Dorothy oh. Dixa question, but it was Peter. Okay, sorry. Thank you, Peter. For the gender balance, though, <laughs> for the gender balance, which we all know you, you're a massive fan of having the gender balance right, um, our Poem Zone Hall of Famer, Caroline, came through. And I'll let you in on a secret. So Caroline is the one who told me, or was let me know that you can send audio messages through Facebook Messenger. So it was right up her well, alley. So I was expecting. Education. Yeah, I was expecting a question from Caroline, and here it is. So I went to the launch of Run Nation with Keith Hong, who you've had as a guest on the show before, and I want to let you know that I was in tears at, at some points. I was teary. I smiled. I laughed loudly several times. And so my question, dear Mel and Scotty and listeners, uh is when are you going to your local Run Nation event? When is it on in your city and are you going and are you going to use the opportunity to meet up with other Park Run and Run Nation enthusiasts? So many questions in there. Lots and lots of questions. Do you suppose, Scotty, that the the tears were related to the content of the films or perhaps you just had a poor experience at the ticket office? Oh, look, well, I've been to the last couple of Run Nation film festival screenings and I think it would be a reflection on the movies that she just saw. They, they okay. evoked some emotions within her, brought her to tears. And Caroline's right. We have had buzz on the pod before. We're massive fans of the festival. Park Run is also supporting it this year with our Park Run additions. And I don't know when I'm going to get to see it, Mel, because when it's happening in Melbourne, I'm not in Melbourne. Oh, that was poor timing, Scotty. I know. I need to make alternate arrangements. So obviously, I think I'm going to have to seek out a Park Run edition version of it. There is a screening in Bright a few weeks into September that I'd, I'd love for an excuse to go back to Bright. And visit there, but uh, I don't know. Yourself, Mel? I think. Uh, (laughs) 
Yes, well, um, this is actually quite timely because I'm heading along to see it tonight. We're recording a little bit on a Thursday this week and, yeah, I'm I'm heading to see it tonight uh, at Maroochydore on the Sunshine Coast and I will be going with a whole bunch of other parkrun people, um, vol- fellow volunteers and parkrunners from my local events and I'm sure the entire cinema is going to be full of local faces that I know from parkrun as well. I'm really, really looking forward to it and it's great that we do have the parkrun editions happening this year too. So hopefully that means a lot more people will have access, like yourself, Scotty, who aren't able to make it along to the main screenings but can head along to one of the more intimate versions that we're hosting all over the place. Yeah, so if you aren't familiar with that, what we wanted to do this year is because parkrun's everywhere, Mel. We're, we're not in the big cities. We are in the big cities, but we're also in the small towns. And sometimes those small towns miss out on things like this and, and Keith can't take his tour everywhere. But with Parkrun, we can bring it to these communities. So that's what we want to we want to see happening. We hope it works and a great opportunity to get social with your Parkrunners. And, and that's what the experience has been for me the past couple of years. I've gone with my running group. You heard of them? Westerfoldians. We've got a little group together, gone, gone together in the past but when i've been there there's the room's full of park runners so yes it's a definitely opportunity to get to know your fellow park runners from different park runs that you don't go to or you don't see every week and that's another fabulous question um it this one once again park run related uh so we we've got two out of the three there that are park run related to reiterate, it doesn't have to be about Parkrun. If you want to get in touch with us and you want your call on the hotline, we would love to have you. All you need to do is introduce yourself, give us your question, and we will play it on future episodes and just email it through to parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. Enough of us tonight, Mel, or today. It's time for a sing-along. I'm ready for a sing-along. The lawyers haven't come after me, so we're going to continue. We're going to continue. I'm excited. It's it's another 80s movie, right? It is. It is. So, look, I said we're going to we're going to take requests, but we're going to get to the requests after we've got through my my back catalog. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> bear with me. Bear with me. But I I don't think I've disappointed too many outside of my wife uh, so far. <laughs> and I think I think and you're she's all used to like, disappointment, isn't she, Scotty? Yeah. She's married to you. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Steady on. <laughs> Didn't you see? There was lots of love for me this you week. You gave me that one. You gave it to me. I know. You know I love you. I'm the one who started the hashtag Scotty We Love You, <laughs> which got a lot of play out in the world of social media last week. Did, thank, thank you to everyone for showing your love to Scotty, who yeah. we do all love. I appreciate and it. And he does not disappoint us at all, do you, Scotty? Oh, well, anyway. Look, what I don't <laughs> do, <laughs> hey, what I don't do is I don't disappoint with a sing-along. And... This this is this is a movie that again it's from a, it's from an eighties movie it's the title of an eighties movie uh, I encourage you I implore you all to get on Stan Dave Netflix YouTube whatever you'd need to do uh, and look up uh, some people could even go to video stores Scotty they do still exist do they I don't they I don't, do no, I don't think they do down here. Well, you guys are living in the past, and if you don't have music sto- uh, video stores, they're retro. Yeah. So that's what's going to take us out. It was a great film. Still stands up. Technology-wise, maybe not 
Okay, well, I, I want to give everyone a, a hint about what it is. You've got 10 seconds or even maybe five seconds after I give you this line before the music starts to guess what the film is that it's from. Pleased to meet you, Mole. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, Actually, no, no he, calls it, he calls him Moles. He calls him Moles, yeah. Pleased to meet you, Moles. I think, sh should you Google that first? No, I shouldn't. Okay. Thank you.